so rare conditions this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page and love and tradition of the grand design some people say it's even harder to find well then there must be some magic clue inside Wait, we got no topics it's the Ross family matter <laughs> broadcast uh scott williams jack spade rick ross rick the stick Hey, um, we're going to just kind of free ball here a little bit. Free ball? We're free balling? All right, let me take my pants off. Free here we go. <laughs> That's a Tom Petty song, isn't it? Yeah, it was. <clears throat> free balling. Um, Tom Petty, good or bad? Great. Good. Right. good, I love Tom Petty. Great. All right, well, that's our show. No. <laughs> <laughs> um... So let's just talk about a couple things that are happening in the world as we oh. record. All right. We're hearing rumors Sheet. that there may not be an... That, well, I shouldn't say we're hearing rumors. Dr. Death has said Steve that... Steve Williams. Not, no, not him. <laughs> no, Jeff Briggs. That um, he doesn't feel confident that there'll be an NFL season. The NFL needs to be in a bubble for that to happen. And I think he points to some of the college cases... Some of the like University of Houston players end up with 13 cases and yada yada yada. Um, I'd hate to say let's predict what's going to happen because we've been wrong on all these predictions. But knowing the NFL and the money that it generates, will they make it work? You know what? I don't know at this point. And the I, with the way this whole thing with baseball has gone. Uh, baseball's a shit well, that's example. The, but that's baseball's, greed. It's yeah. Baseball not, always it's, gets in its, it's own way. Okay, that I can't argue. Okay? And for the record, mark me down as on the side of the players. Really? Oh, I am. Okay. I am. Because all they want is their full pay for the amount of games they play. Better. That contract okay. was signed in good faith. They don't want all the money... For the year, they just want to be paid the prorated amount for the amount of games they play. I don't see why that's unfair. Okay, now the argument would be because the revenue that would usually augment some of those salaries, i.e. fans in the stands, isn't going to be something that's going to be able to happen. So That is not the player's fault. I get it. It's also not many of the employees across America's fault that they had to take a pay cut or lose out on salary. Okay. Okay. Let's say your name is Brandon Woodruff. Right? I, I would be happy right Your now. name is Brandon Woodruff. Yeah. You're a big, dopey, red-headed son of a bitch with a 95-plus fastball. Right. Right? Right. But you don't make very much money right now. True. And you're trying to get to the point where you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So you get a rush spring training... And in your third start, you throw your fucking elbow out. Right? Now maybe you don't ever see that money. Well, except in baseball, your money's guaranteed, but okay. No, well, he's not getting paid a contract. He's, he's probably oh, only like, making... Like, like the next contract. Right, right. Like, you have to look at it like that. These guys... I don't mean to be a fucking bootlicker for the millionaires. Okay? But we're talking about guys that have a very small window... To make their money. Longer than any of the other major sports, though, from a window. Granted. Okay. I will give you that. But I really don't think Brandon Woodruff's clocking in very many dollars at this point. 
No, I mean, probably barely above minimum. I mean, sure, he got a little bit of a boost from the last couple of years. But so the thing is this, though. How much do you put aside? And I know it's all about, you know, you want to get your money. You don't want to sacrifice, blah, 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 blah. But you realize if they would have solved some of this a few weeks ago, they could have gotten out of the major sports, which we still consider baseball, football, basketball, hockey. They could have gotten a one-month run, basically, where they were the only thing on TV. Okay? Now, baseball's problem um, over the last few years is their fan base has gotten a little bit older. Last year was the first year the fan base age went down because participation on a youth level actually went up for the first time in 15 years, right? But my point is, their average fan is 54 years old, mm -hmm. okay? Okay. You're trying to attract new fans. Some people don't want to watch Facebook because they think it's boring. Cool. Some people don't want to watch Facebook because they just weren't raised on it, okay? So why not give a month's worth of people getting a chance to look at your product and trying to figure out if it's something that might be for them or not. But I, they squandered that. It's weird. I like baseball live. I like uh, listening to baseball on the radio. I'm not as big watching it on TV. I don't uh, like it as much. I, I see, and that's cool. I mean, Unless that's, I'm in a bar. Somewhere. I like watching it on TV, but even if you didn't, there's nothing else on. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, So you're right. The experience is being there is way better. I mean, it Football, NFL football, I think, was made for TV. Major League Baseball is made for live experience. I mean... As, if you listen to this show, you know we go to a football game every year. Sure. I love the live football experience. Especially sitting up high and you can see the plays develop in front of you. Right. You're 100% right. It is more attuned for... At home viewing. Well, especially because stadiums still haven't grasped the, the the proper use in the NFL stadiums of using replay in different angles, right? Like, I mean, right. how many times have we been? We've been in a couple games. I mean, you've been in a few. I've, well, I've been a ton from when I was working in radio. But oh, all right. But here's the thing. But even then, you had to look for a TV in the press box because they weren't showing you the replay on the board that you're looking straight at. Right, right. So if you're there and you're like, I want to see that from a different angle, you're not going to. Right. Right? So that's where I feel like, you know, if they did more of that in-stadium stuff, it would make it would enhance the live viewing a little bit more because you don't feel like you missed something. You're like, I, I, I mean, how close was that? Are we going to, eh, well, whatever, here's the next play. Right? So that's what I miss. And, again, I love going to the games live, but that's what I miss when I'm there is, I don't really know what happened on that play. You know, or, you know, the refs are talking and then they make a ruling that doesn't really make sense and you have no context because nobody's explaining. Yeah, and, but I have that problem at home, too. Like, sometimes those fucking guys, they, I just don't understand what's happening down there. Sure. But I, I guess that that's my point. Whereas the NBA, I could go either way on, and I know you don't like the NBA. I do, but I, I, like can, I, can, I can live or TV, I can do either. It's a short. It's a short experience. Actually, the the hockey game that we went to was the Admirals game was a yep. good time. Like that was a decent time. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Oh. I don't know the rules to hockey. Let me explain. It's like soccer on ice. <laughs> I'm going to explain a couple of just basic rules because people don't get right. So. You'll see a clear penalty, and you'll see the two guys that aren't wearing the orange band watch it happen and not call it. They can't. Their job is to watch for offsides and icing. The orange referee is the one who calls the foul. 
Okay. So a lot of times when I'm at games, I I feel frust I can feel the frustration. What the hell? I'm like, he can't call that. So stop. And then they don't get icing. Like they don't understand. I don't icing. get icing. Right. So icing is you can't shoot a puck from the blue line on your side all the way across to the other blue line to without just, it touching another player because that's what they used to call dump and chase. You're just trying to clear unless there's a penalty and you're down a man, then you can do it. Otherwise, you gotta have it's gotta be a pass. It's gotta touch. So if it's somebody. five on five, because you're trying to keep the puck away from the, the your goal, right? So guys would just hit it. Right. It's <laughs> right. part of the other way. Is like miles the, an hour to the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if it's five <laughs> on five, you have to make sure you're setting it up to pass it to another player. You're not just dumping it together. Okay. So those are the two things that are the most common misconceptions that people just they get frustrated. What the hell? What they blow the whistle for? Well, because it's icing and. You can't. Explain pulling the goalie. Pull the goalie because you want an extra skater because you're down usually a goal. Right. So you want an extra man. It's almost like when you, in a regular situation when you're playing five on four because there's a power play, your chances increase a little bit to score a goal. Right. So you're down, so you're going to pull a goalie and get another skater in there that can doesn't, handle the puck. Doesn't it also increase the chances of you giving up a super easy goal? Yep. Okay. But at that point, you're usually in the last minute of the game, and it's desperation. Okay. Has so, hockey has hockey overtaken baseball? No. At this point, no. Hockey's had some of their own problems uh, from a labor, uh, some labor things that they've worked through. But and where's no. NASCAR these days? What's, oh, they're hurting. Well, what's the level of sports like? What's the number one sport? Two sport? Football. Football is number one. Baseball. Still number one is baseball's football? still two. Problem is, the NBA audience is getting younger. In the baseball audience. Right. So the, so it's about the trends, right? Yeah. So while baseball still, from a rating standpoint and from an overall quote-unquote interest standpoint, is number two, you look ahead and you're like, in 15 years, that's not going to be the case. Maybe 10 years. That's not going to be the case if baseball doesn't figure out how to bring new fans to it. basketball is just cooler. It's, it's, it, it? it's the, cool, the cooler sport. Uh, to some. I mean, there's a lot of old... I mean... Truth be told, um, there's a racial component to the NBA as far as fandom because there's people, the older people who are watching baseball, not me because I love the NBA and I love Major League Baseball, like, well, I don't know. They use words like this, which really piss me off. This pisses me off. Okay. They'll say, well, it's a, it's a, I don't really want to watch. It's more like thug ball. Okay, hold on a second, bro. <laughs> Baseball, which I love, don't get me wrong, is a sport where it's okay to slam a bat down and go fist to fist with a pitcher because he hit you with a ball. But they're not thugs, right? Right? And to slide at somebody's legs. With right. Yeah. But that, but that's not thug ball, right? Um, hockey, they literally throw the gloves off and start pummeling each other. Yeah. But they're not thugs, right? Sometimes they have a conversation about it right before it happens. Uh, NFL players are shoot, get, sh- shooting their legs, shooting themselves, getting in all kinds of... Basketball players, except for the malice in the palace, fucking 15 years ago, basically what an NBA player does is they play basketball, they get laid, they smoke weed, and they play PlayStation. That's it. But yet the, the perception is, well, there's just a bunch of thugs out there. You know, except for the getting laid part. That sounds a lot like what I do. But you understand my point. like it, So those buzzwords do bother me. Because yes. I'm like, there's, 
again, we're 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 talking about how great it is that that the fucking benches cleared in a baseball game, and these morons ran in from the bullpen just to stand around and watch. Yeah, by the time they get there, it's pretty much done, right? Right. They're just light jogging from the bullpen. Right. So, but they never get labeled as thugs. Hockey players, there's some, there's something great about these guys just there's throwing goons. down. There's goons. So, I'm not going to argue your point. I do want to point out that I never call it thug ball. It's just not the game I grew up with, and I that's why I don't like the you. I know, I know. But this is what I'll say about baseball players not being called thugs. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. It's wrong. That they're not? That they are thugs. Okay. They are 100% thugs. Yeah, yeah. Every team's got that fucking guy. Yeah, or two, or three. Right, right. Yeah. Be it a reliever that's going to come in and buzz your dome. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it, like Stu Kleiman? Who's Hyman? Wait, was it Stu Kleiman? <laughs> Stu's Hyman? <laughs> Major League, the relief pitcher for the Yankees. Uh, we're, oh, we're talking about Pete Vukovic's character? Well, no, no he, he was, was the a first, first baseman. baseman. Yeah, the guy who, the relief pitcher who came in and dusted Tom Berenger when he... Oh, that's right, yeah. because he said that he uh, he threw at his kid in the father-son yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, I remember that line yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, or you got your Manny Machado who went out of his way to kick a guy on the ankle and some other dirty shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, baseball is a game of cheaters and thugs and liars. Right. Well, it's always been a game of cheaters. Right. It's got a history of being a game right. of chief, but, 100%. But that's what I'm saying. So it does make me bristle. And I'm not a social activist. I'm not coming out here trying to bang a pulpit and say, you know. But it, it is a case of institutional racism. It's the, it's the le- baseball is the least perfect game. The fields aren't even, well, the, the bases are. But the fields themselves are not even uniform. The dimensions, the dimensions. Right. Yes. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. So anyway... I just had to throw that because I hate when people go, yeah. oh, I, I just want to watch that thug ball. Like, yeah, you're stupid. You're absolutely stupid. The other one that's stupid is when they go, yeah, I don't watch the NBA. I watch college basketball because it's better. Okay. Now, if you tell me, because I watch college basketball too, if you tell me you watch college basketball because you prefer it, cool. Okay? But if you tell me you watch college basketball because it's better, you're stupid. No, most of the people watch college basketball because they gamble. Yeah, well, you can gamble on, on NBA basketball, too. But yeah. but you get my like, You know, it's like, you can't say it's better. You can say you prefer it more, and that's fine. But don't... So you don't want the top 3% that are playing in the NBA. You don't want to watch that. Play it, They play at the high... You don't want to watch, like, you know, a team that has a couple stars and then, like... You, some, want, you want to watch Butler. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Here's a, Here's an interesting question. Uh, that you guys can think about. Who's the biggest thug in the history of pro wrestling? Well, that's a well, good I mean, question. Benoit killed two people. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he wasn't really a thug that, like, to me, a thug is the guy you send out to... Well, Buzz Sawyer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Dick Slater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also killed somebody. Uh, in case anybody was wondering. JBL? Yeah, he would... Uh, Although, was that. he a thug or just a bully? Because I think if you stood up to JBL, he would... Seems to be the case, yeah. He a lot of those guys back, were like that. Back though, off, they? right. Maybe Hanson wouldn't. Oh, no. Han- there's a Hansen video out there. Hanson was just Hansen. blind. No, he wasn't a fuck. There's that video of Hanson in oh, Japan. Oh, yeah, the potato. Yeah. Yes. Where he just is throwing around. Have you seen this? 
Maybe? He gets a lariat, and it catches him on the button, and he he's getting knocked out for a few seconds. And when he wakes up, he goes batshit. His partner's Terry Gordy okay. in the match. Did Gordy okay. just leave? No. <laughs> he's following Stan Hansen <laughs> with the most concerned look on his face as Stan Hansen is pummeling both of the Japanese wrestlers. <laughs> and at the end, he grabs Antonio Inoki, I think it is, who's at the table, and he grabs him by the jacket and he grabs the, the commentary microphone and he yells, Nobody potatoes me! And he, he's picking up chairs and shit and yes, just tossing like, them. Yes, like by a like, leg, right? Like, <laughs> like picture a school chair, like a plastic back yeah. with the metal legs. Yeah. And he's just picking them up by the leg and just whipping them at people. <laughs> oh okay, well that's, yeah, okay. I forgot about that. The Japanese crowd loved it. Yes. Well, see, just think about that As too. I. I mean, <laughs> so if you think of some of the, the, not thugs, and I, I want to get back to the thug question here in a minute. But if you think of guys like Gordy and Williams and Brody and Stan Hansen, they were huge in Japan, all those guys. Because that kind of big American maniacal style. Well, because Japan's always been about hitting each other real hard. Right. (laughs) That's always been the thing there. And... uh, Except for maybe the last, like, 15, 20 years, when they started doing, like, the J-Cup stuff. Well, you know what happened? What's that? Fucking guys were dying. Dying, yeah. Well, it still died. Just recently, you know, you had, like, Masawa died. Got dropped on his head. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, dogs, like I said, Buzz Sawyer's one that sticks out because he was just a piece of shit to people. Yeah. Like, um, but, you know, wrestling's had a lot of that. But, you know, think about... You know, I always tell people, because everybody likes to throw stones at wrestling, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, you know, think about your work. Like, if you work for XYZ Bank in a corporate office, like, uh, there's somebody there who's a piece of shit that's probably fucking with your commission, that's probably talking shit about something. Like, every profession has that, right? You know, Brian was a thug. Oh, you you wouldn't send Brian out on purpose to? Oh uh, well, okay. See, you can't say some of these things. Spinebuster of Doom. Well, there was that. There was the. There was. The, yeah, I will say this though. I did not send him to Texas Victory. Fair enough. In fact, I didn't even know he had left the building until Hellcat did. Until Harley Hellcat came back to tell me what just happened. And by then, the proverbial cat was out of the bag. Yeah, it was. And there was nothing that could be done. Couldn't about tell it. you fast enough. No. The cat was half in the bag. Wow, that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, locker room. But is there a difference between a locker room enforcer and a thug? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A, a thug is a guy who's going to go out and beat the shit out of you. A locker room enforcer is probably going to tell you. Because let's be fair, Brian didn't beat. Okay, Brian was stiff. Brian hit me so hard in the neck I got paralyzed. And diabetes. And and I blame him for the diabetes and we could shut off my pancreas. In truth, <laughs> he didn't give me that, but I my body went like it was like a stinger. Like I was numb for like three minutes. And I had to try to finish a match because he hit me so hard in the fucking neck he cut the blood flow off to my carotid artery, right? But that wasn't him being the vengeous heart. That wasn't him being a thug. He, he was blind, like Stan Hansen. He yeah, and he was yeah. He, he was had just, no depth perception. Depth perception. Right. So I, I don't know that I'd put him in the Spinebuster Doom thing. Yeah. 
maybe there was extra in the envelope. You might have been kind of a thug, huh? Me? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No. Going out nah. there working Pete? I never took liberties with Pete until he pissed me off. Okay. In the match. And yeah. so, not a thug, a receipt. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. And what was the receipt for again? For dragging that bat across my back after I specifically told him not to. How about when he uh, brought a hacksaw to the ring, Pete, and forgot to turn... I'm, I'm giving him too much... He didn't forget to turn the blade around. He didn't around. think about it. He didn't turn the blade around and dug it in uh, uh, Redneck Rick's forehead. I mean, that's that's just careless. If that's To me, I don't think that was an accident. I don't think it was an accident when he came back to blow fire in someone's head face. On fire. Yeah, because it didn't work the first time. It was an elimination match. It didn't work. He got eliminated. He comes back with a mouthful of fucking uh, ignitant, ignite, Lighter fluid, yeah, I think. and blows it in someone's face without them even knowing it's coming because the spot had passed. As a twenty-one-year vet at this point, with a little time off in between. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen someone locally successfully pull off anything with fire. No. I've seen Redneck Rick's head catch on fire. Yeah. I've seen Nick Phoenix set his own head on fire. I pulled By it off. By the way, you did not put that over enough on Facebook. I pulled it off, though. Remember? The flash paper? So, I threw a fireball successfully once in Rebels... I had bought one of those little lighter things that you put on. You literally wrapped it on your ring finger. And the, the bowl was inside, right? Stuffed with flash paper. And all you did was light it like a lighter, right? It had, like, the little roll. And then you just go, fuck. And you do like this. And I was able to successfully hit Diablo with a fireball. Kind of, no, it worked for you. Yeah. But it kind of sounds like the thing that the Sinister Minister had that blew his finger off. Oh, yeah? He did have that. Yeah, I mean, it was the same thing. I was living dangerously. But that was the beginning... Oh, I think he did it at Anarchy Rules. That was the beginning of the... Why the Hot Shot became my nickname. Because that's what I called the fireball. I thought it was for the stains you leave on the back of the toilet. No, that's called the... That's skin... The, yes. the hot dose. Yeah. Hmm. So back to the thugs. Thugs. Obviously, football's had a ton of thugs. I mean, Bill Romanowski. Romanowski. John, John Matuzak. Who's the guy? Uh, Perfect. Monte Perfect. Monte Perfect. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Thug. Uh, Elze Matusik. Yeah. Richie Incognito. Oh, God. Yes. Right. You could argue Ronnie Lott sometimes, because that dude. Hey, man. Ronnie Lott gave up his pinky in the middle of a game to go back in. You keep your fucking whore mouth shut about <laughs> Ronnie Lott. Okay. All of a sudden, Ronnie Lott's Jesus. I don't... I don't. Mossy Cade. Mossy Cade? Who was the guy that uh, German suplexed McMahon? That was a fucking thug move. Oh, my God. Who was it? I should know this. Um, he was a D-lineman. He, he had the... He had the... Um, uh, hit list on this his... This is yours, right? Uh, he had the hit list of, on his towel. The people yes. he wanted to take out that game. Um, I shouldn't. I see. I should know. This is how you know you're getting old. Is it Charles Martin? It is Charles Martin. Yes. Yeah, that was a thug move. You know, let's let's be honest. Half of the Packers under Forrest Gregg were thugs. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Forrest Gregg was not only a bad coach, mm-hmm. but also kind of wanted that kind of edge on his team. Yeah, yeah. So, so we might not win, but we're going to beat the shit out of them. That's right. And then, obviously, <laughs> if you're a hockey fan, I won't get into it, but anybody who's a goon in hockey is really I don't paid know money. hockey. Like, I know Gretzky. Well, he was. I know the names. Gretzky was right? not a goon. No. Hear me out. I know the names, but be, the names that I know aren't going to be your goon players. Bobby yeah. Orr might have been. Like, Bob uh, Probert was a okay. Was a, a fucking thug. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so anyway, how many thugs are there in, in golf? Uh, John Daly. Shooter. Mc, yeah. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Yep. Yeah. He eats pizza shit for breakfast. Yeah, and he paid somebody to. Yeah, the, Joe Flaherty. Yeah, to take out. <laughs> to take out. Uh, Billy, or not Billy, a happy. So, yeah. Let's yeah. see, I got the, trying to pull it up here. The 10 biggest goons in NHL okay. history. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Because we're just, we're just going to talk about hockey. Oh, I, I know who the biggest goon in hockey of all time was. The, the, Bill Irwin. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the three brothers from Slapshot. Oh, the Hansons? Yeah, the Hansons. I know them. Yeah. 10 yeah. is Clark Gillies. Okay, I don't know that one. Uh, he was uh, a New York Islander. Okay. Uh, Four times Stanley Cup winner. Oh, so that had to be the early 80s, right? So he was good gooning. Yeah. Early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. S- not, number nine is Stu Grimson. Know him, yep. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Really? Grimson? Yeah. You ever see the commercial where the, the hockey teams had in-between periods... And the the coach berates him for playing like shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then the trainer's like, Grimson, you got a phone call. And the guy sings the Itsy Bitsy Spider to his daughter over the phone. Yeah. So they borrowed that guy's name because they needed a thug. Uh-huh. Okay. See, I'd have never known that. He's... Let's see what we had. He had... <laughs> 2,113 penalty minutes over the course of his career. Nice. Uh, number eight, Dave Brown. Okay. That's a that yep. be anybody. Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, I don't know Dave Brown, sorry. Broad Street Bullies era. Yep. Yep. Seven, Dale Hunter. Okay. Uh, let's see. He he split it with Quebec, Washington, and Colorado from didn't, the mid-80s to early 90s. Didn't WCW bring in one of the Broad Street Bullies for a pay-per-view once? Yes. Yes. I swear they did. Six is uh, Dave Semenko. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Five, Terry O'Reilly. Oh, oh part of the oh, Bruins. Oh, O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Whooped your ass. Number four, Ty Domi. I know oh, yeah. that name. Yeah. I know that name. 3,550 minutes in penalty. Jesus. An average of, uh, well, the other guy had an average of three minutes per game, so this guy... All right, so let me ask you this question. What's what's an average penalty in hockey? Two, Two minutes? minutes? Yeah. Five for fighting. Ah, yeah. Three, uh, Dave Schultz. That's the name. That's the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Flyer, Flyer yeah. that WCW brought in, Dave Schultz. By the way, there was another... They could have brought in the real Dave Schultz and go... <laughs> 
Yeah, that would have been interesting. Two, Bob Probert. Yeah, see? Okay. I told you, Proby. And number one, Dave Tiger Williams. Those Daves are really... Tell me about Tiger the Williams. Well, no fan of hockey fights in the last few generations is immune to the impact of Dave Tiger Williams. Who brought the art of the brawl to a new level over a 962-game run that stretched from the 1974-75 to 75 season in Toronto to the 87-88 campaign in Hartford. In between, the comparatively average-sized Williams, which there's nothing wrong with, for the record, with being average-sized. Right. Okay? Too big is hard, painful. Uh, who stood 5'11 and weighed 190 pounds. Okay, that's, yeah. That doesn't seem like a bruiser. Never found an opponent he wouldn't throw down with, compiling 3,966 penalty minutes to go with his 241 goals and 513 points. So, four minutes a game. Williams, let me just tell you a little something about Tiger Williams, okay? His face always beat up. His skates always dry. Here's the thing: four, to give you a context of being in a penalty box four minutes a game, with line changes and shifts, you're probably on the ice. If you're a top line guy, twenty, not counting overtime, twenty minutes a game. So he's spending twenty percent of his time in a penalty box. Yeah, he has a very specific reason for going out there, and it involves plexiglass. And faces. <laughs> yes. Cross-checking somebody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, there I, you go. Yeah, there we go. We little hockey talk for you. I can't wait when we write the, the, the preview of this show. I think this is the point where one of us is supposed to say, Talk more hockey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, turtle. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's a good. That is. <laughs> it might be a good. So... We don't know if football is going to be back for the full run, although they're, right now they're planning on In fact, Hard Knocks is going to beat L.A. Uh, the Rams? No. No, I, th- I think... Is it, the yeah. Chargers. The Chargers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Love Hard Knocks. It's a great show. Yeah. Kind of depends for me. Okay, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about football. We're talking about things in the news. Let's talk about the the fraud that Colin Kaepernick is as it relates to playing football. Not as it relates to his cause, but as it relates to playing football. He doesn't have it anymore. He can't do it anymore. Well, the fact that... So let me just ask... Let, let me just set this up for you. If you really wanted to get eyes on your cause, he's turned down three contracts, the latest one being from the XFL, which obviously COVID hit afterwards. But at the time, he was offered a contract, Right. Now, if it's really about eyes on your cause and you can play, why do you say no? I can't answer that. I'm going to say something unpopular. Uh oh. Oh, unpopular opinions! His cause, while it is a good cause, is bullshit. Oh my. On his part. Okay, okay. Because he didn't give a shit about none of that until he got benched. Yeah, he was decli- he was uh, on the decline before he was even done. How yeah. come how come police brutality wasn't important to him when he was at the top of his game? In the Super Bowl? Like yes. How come he didn't kneel in the Super yes. Bowl? Yeah. He had a week of press yeah. when he was in the Super Bowl. Not one mention of it. 
the minute he lost his job, fuck the police. There's pigs on my fucking socks. Yeah, coming right? straight from the underground. I don't give a fuck how many knees he took, because that doesn't matter to me. It does not. Okay. All right? You can turn your head either to the left or right and see some fat fuck eating a hot dog and not standing up with his hat on at the game during right. the national yeah, what's anthem. Protesting? I don't give a yeah. fuck about that. Yeah. I'm saying that dude is a fraud. So now, Commissioner Goodell, who's also... Like, right now, commissioners in pro sports are at, at an all-time worst, I think. Okay, because this baseball commissioner agree. is a piece of shit. The worst. Bob Manford. Yeah, but, idiot. But here's the thing. Now they're like, well, you know, we were wrong about it. Blah, blah. So now, are you saying, Mr. Goodell, that you purposely then kept Kaepernick from getting a job? Otherwise, what were you wrong about? Well, I mean, now he can say whatever he wants. They've already settled the loss. Right, but what were you wrong about? Like, no, unless you gave the edict to, for people to not sign him, what did you do to wrong him? I'm right. just sitting here. I don't know. Am I, but am I right? So I what do you? And secondly, now, so four years he hasn't played. His last good year was 2015. Even though he had a eight and eight record, he had good numbers, right? That's a long time to be inactive. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that, it, not taking hits. Not taking hits. Not only that, but his last two years in the league were not good numbers. Right. And I don't care about this workout he had where he might have looked amazing. Nobody was trying to hit him. Nobody was trying to smack him in the face, and nobody was trying to pick off his passes. He threw the ball to somebody. Cool. I would think that, you know what, I would think if you dusted off fucking Joe Montana right now, he could still probably hit a couple open guys in a workout. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, and I'm not, obviously Kaepernick's in better shape than Montana, but you understand my point. Like, what, what are you basing it on? That? On a game of catch. Right. So, I've said this, and I still stand by it. Look, if you give him a tryout and he's better than what you have, cool. Sign him. Welcome back to the NFL. Right. But if... Don't sign him to sign him. But does it hurt his... Now, here's the next thing. Does it hurt him to take a job as a backup? Or take a job and look bad? Does it take away from what he's... Like, is he better off just saying, you know what? I don't want to come back. This league wronged me. I don't want to play for a league that wronged me that was corrupt. What, however he wants to spin it. Does he save face by not playing? For sure he does. At this point, you have to... For sure that. he does. And remember, I am not saying that the cause is a bad cause. Now, how he leveraged it, you can have that discussion. I don't have a problem with it. him taking a knee. I don't have, I, but if he's not good enough to play, then he shouldn't play. I mean, I never cared. I know that that's really, uh, you know, people care, but I... I mean, unless you sign him and you rig the schedule to play the Packers 16 times, because then he'll be a Hall of Famer. Well, no, they beat the shit out of him the last time they played. I remember distinctly. Which was good, because he beat the shit out of us. Yeah. Real bad, that. Three times. Well, maybe we should keep running out the same shitty defense year after year that finishes 30-fucking-first with old crooked-eyed Mike at the fucking helm. Okay? You want to get me... No, I know who fucking ran the defense. Don't tell me, okay? It was dumb. But it was your fucking fat-necked buddy down in Texas now that you <laughs> defended for years that sank this fucking ship. I like him. You and, can have him. And you know what? He didn't... Gleepy, cookie-eating motherfucker. 
It was truly one of the most disturbing things with the draft being in everybody's house. Because everybody set these cameras up and there was just so much distance. And then they cut to the cowboys and it's right there. Oh, yeah. Just that eye and it's just uh-huh. slightly yeah. off. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there's nothing wrong with that eye. It's just always scanning for snacks. Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> like I, a cat's ear? I, just, yes. I understand that Mike McCarthy's time had passed in Green Bay. Okay. Yeah. His voice wasn't heard anymore, and every great coach... <clears throat> every leader. It happens, right? It happens. That being said, is there any redeeming quality... Of, over the body of work as a Packer coach that you could say he did at any point did he do a good job? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, he had like a probably, I would say, a good five to six year window where he was a good head coach. And when did it end? Was it the NFC title game that he blew in C- against That Seattle? was when I gave up on okay. him, 100%. Okay. Yeah. I, because he coached like a bitch. Yeah. He got a lead and he was scared. And to be fair, he had been showing signs of that leading up to that season. And then it all kind of, yep. it finally came back. And, yep. But and here's the thing. Like, he could have been done, right? And, and he got fired, but he actually spent time trying to better himself after that. Yeah, yelling at referees at a high school basketball Well, that too, game. but yeah. you know what? His daughter was in the game. He, I, you get it. No, I don't. Thousands but, of people a year yeah. go to their kids' sports events. Yeah. And don't walk out on the court and yell in the ref's face. Well, I go to other kids' sports events and I do that. <laughs> well, you're Here, a bitch. Here's the thing. <laughs> and I guess maybe I'm, I will Jim harshly for that as somebody who coached youth sports for 20 years. I just don't, I can't stomach that behavior from a parent. Right on. So, maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's just, it rubs me the wrong way, but. Hey, you know who probably hated that the most? Who was that? His daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Oh, yeah. Real embarrassed. Yeah. Dad! Why don't you go get, get a, another Malamar? Get a fucking job. <laughs> I am. Go, go get a job. Take that Jets job, would you? Uh, you know what? I think he'll have a good year this year. I do. Probably. I think what leads will. you to that conclusion? I just I feel uh, like he's got uh, actual uh, offensive uh, skill. I'm gonna players. tell you what. I'm gonna tell you he what doesn't. leads me to right. He he, he does doesn't. have a top five line. Okay. They've revamped and spent money on a defense. Okay. He's got a. Running back, that's one of the top five in the league. Who okay. he won't run with, but still. Right. <laughs> Unless he learned something. You know what else he's got? He's got a prima donna out at wide receiver who just got paid a fat contract. Amari and a Cooper. quarterback who can't get paid to save his life. And he's going to be sour. I know you're going to say he's going to play for his next contract. Yeah. yeah. I say he's going to be a pouting little bitch. Whichever nope. one of you just did that, by the way. Not me. Doesn't mean. Come on. I swear. Unless it was, like, heavy and lingering from five minutes. I mean, something just came up and punched me right in the jaw. (laughs) It was a creeper then. I'm on the floor. Yeah. All right? Well, then maybe it's coming down. If I look straight ahead, I see crotches. Okay? All right. Well. And this one just came and hit me right between the eyes. It might be coming down. Whose crotch hit you right between the eyes? (laughs) (laughs) One of your crotches. Howard Crotch. So... Anyway, so Mike McCarthy, I think, has a chance to be okay there because the other thing is the division's not that great. I don't know why everybody thinks Philadelphia is a good team. They're not. Right. They're not. Washington's the, not. Um, Washington's not. The Giants are Carson not going to be good. It's over for him. Yeah. He doesn't know it yet. The Eagles don't know it yet. It's over for oh, him. Oh, because yeah. of Jalen Hurts now? Well, no, because of his knee. Because of his knee, yeah. Because he's proven to be a China dog. 
So. Oh yeah. Oh, not that kind. No, no. So right. yeah, I, I agree. I think it's I, so that's so in that alone, Dallas should win their division. I, just, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Although Mike McCarthy, if he thought that the media was tough on him in Green Bay, just wait. Just wait till you lose a couple games that you should have won down in Dallas. America's right. team, right? Yeah, uh, but, you know, look at how long Jerry Jones stayed with Jason Garrett. Oh, he was a puppet. Well, that was Jerry Jones choosing to have a guy he could stick his hand up his ass and make it talk. <laughs> Couldn't make him talk, but he could make him clap like a motherfucker. Right, right. So there was, because remember, there's no GM. There's, so yeah, it's Jerry Jones. Right. So he just he'll put a coach out there as long as that coach doesn't rock. The and they boat. wonder why they haven't won anything in thirty fucking years. Because mm-hmm. there's a fucking octogenarian who's banging twenty year olds <laughs> running the team. The what? biggest misnomer too is, you know, because they they got rid of, uh, they got rid of Jimmy Johnson and they won two Super Bowls after that, but they won it. They won with, one Super Bowl. Was it one? That. But they did Switch. it with. They did it with all of Johnson's players and right. scheme. And, yeah, mean, they basically said Barry Switzer didn't even want to coach at that point right. in time. He was just there because he was friends with Jerry Jones, and Jerry Jones... Switzer was a fucking idiot. So, Just an idiot. Anyway, so that's that. So we talked about that in the news. What other things are in the news of, of any... Now, oh, China and India might be going to war, but you know we won't hear about that because we're talking about uh, protests and COVID... 59 out of 60 minutes of the news, but hey, that's a thing. 58, because you forgot to mention how bad Aunt Jemima and oh, yeah. Uncle Ben are for the world. Yeah. So, can I just say something oh, I keep an eye on? No. no, hear me out, man. All right. I don't care what they do, okay? Call it Uncle Dave's fucking pancake sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit, right? But what I see when I look at Aunt Jemima was, yes, the old logo that they changed 25 years ago could be construed as racist. Uh-huh. If you look at the picture now, it's just a smiling lady. Well, what's I, what's the fucking rub? How do you feel about Mrs. Butter, Butterworth? Buttersworth. You tell me what color she is. The only reason she's of color is because there's syrup in the bottle. Okay. All right. Yeah. Here, right? I, no, I agree. Here, here's the where the cancel culture goes too far, though, because I could care less about the, what you call the stereo. But when I have to read people talk about how you have to get rid of Chase from Paw Patrol because it's a cop dog. I, th- I think they proved that was a work, though. Did they? Yeah. But I, I see what you're they saying, right? They canceled the TV show Cops. Right, okay. And you know what? That was probably overdue because I that shit. Hey, hear me out, man. There's 30 fucking years of cops you can watch same every episode. day. Yeah, it's the okay. Same if you need to but, feel good about yourself, watch but cops. You, but if you don't like it, put on one of the other 200 fucking channels you 200 got. 200 is more than that. You know so what I'm much. saying, yeah, man? So much. Well, watch something else. Here's the other thing that you know we talk about defunding the police and police reform. We talked about this before the show. Before we got here. I think that there should be police reform. Here's here's an idea, and I'm not a cop. If anybody out there is, tell me if I'm an idiot or Ooh. not. But my kid's a cop. You want me to get him on the horn? But in big cities, major cities, I believe that if you're on patrol for more than five years, you're going to have PTSD that you can't recover from. Okay. Yeah, you're going to see some shit. Right, and I think without making them have to leave their job after five years. 
reassign them, figure something else out to do. But I don't think in major cities, cops should be on patrol for more than five years. Okay. Now, does that solve... I'm not... No, but... So before you start hitting us up with your whatever rant, I'm not saying that that solves the problem. It's a fucking start. All what's right? a, it's what's a worse? starting point. Five years as a cop in a major city or five years on the road as a wrestler? <laughs> Well, nobody shot at me yet as a wrestler, so... Somebody just pulled a gun on us this summer on that, the road. That wasn't due to wrestling. That, that was, was fantasy It fantasy was due to wrestlers. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> no, it was because of that baby in the backseat. The question is, what's, what's worse? Five years on patrol or five years overseas in the military? I would have to say... Well, that's if, what I'm saying. If I had a guess, I would say it's the cop. Right. Because the cop has to do it day in and day out. Right. And when it comes to going overseas, and we would have to ask somebody who's actually been. Yes. Okay? Yes. But it, in my unknowledgeable opinion, there's probably a lot of nothing going on, and then all of a sudden there's, there's a, a whole bunch of shit fight. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Whereas every day you're kind of... Especially, again, when you become a haggard patrol person and it becomes more of like your head's on, like every, you're looking over your shoulder, You maybe you got a little bit more of a jumpy reflex yeah. and a trigger. Like, So that's my thing is I, I think in addition to making sure that cops do the right thing and we don't see atrocities like we've seen, we also have to watch out for the psyche of the people who go into that job. What, what I think I'd like to see now that cops is off the air is a TV show... Of just 40-year-old, 80s cop show, grizzled veteran alcoholic cops living in a house together. Like, like Barney Miller? <laughs> just the, oh, yeah, you know, that kind of cop. How about Beretta? Oh. <laughs> and Kojak. Oh, jeez. I See, these I, people are dead. <laughs> here's the thing. I liked cop shows growing up, but I could never get in a couple. I could never get in a Kojak. I could never get into Mannix. Remember Mannix? We could uh, do... I know Mannix, but... Alright, which is the one with Robert Conrad, the big fat bastard? What? Cannon. Cannon. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I know it's not a cop show, he was a detective. Well, same thing. Or a yeah. private detective. Yeah, yeah. But I liked Streets of San Francisco. I know you did. <laughs> okay. Um, I liked Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues was yeah. amazing. Uh, NYPD PD Blue, Blue yeah. was great. Um, what else did I like? There, uh, I not really cop show, but I like the concept of Hardcastle and McCormick. In fact, I liked it so much I booked it as an angle for Rebels. Okay, okay. you know you heard this story, right? Like, yeah, okay. um, I don't know if everybody has. Did you tell it on the show? <laughs> I don't remember who I tell shit to. Let's just tell it real quick. We did an angle where Judge Jesse was teamed with the convict, and their manager was the bailiff. The convict's gimmick Played was... Played by Harley Hellcat, by the way. Y- yes. The, the, the convict's gimmick was he made a deal. The judge would get him out of, of jail on a furlough to tag with him. But every time during the match, usually on a double down with Judge Jesse, the convict <laughs> would try to escape, and the bailiff would have to rearrest him and bring him back to the ring. Now, would he be there for the hot tag? Uh, yes. And come in and take the, take the bumps? Yeah. Yes. No, because they were the heels. Well, yeah, but no, he'd be yeah. for, to come yeah, in and take so the like, yeah, yeah, take So the he'd, bumps, yeah. he'd get pushed back on the apron, take the tag, get in the right, ring, and right, then yeah. get right. bumped. So, uh, anyway. And then when the match was over, be rearrested. Yeah. 
So what about Switch? Remember Switch? Switch. With uh, 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 Robert Wagner and Eddie Albert, and a coin would flip in I the beginning? I do not. Okay. Heart to Heart? Yes. Okay. When they met, it was murder. It was murder. Um, what were some other good... Uh, Barnaby Jones? No, thank you, man. Jesus. I'd rather watch him find oil in a, in a dirty old field than solve <laughs> murders. Let's just get a house with Columbo, oh, Columbo dead. Great. And, uh, and Carol O'Connor. Okay, here's dead. one. Ro- <laughs> Rockford Five. Dead. But <laughs> Yes, I did like Rockford. Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon 4. Not dead, but on his way. <laughs> yeah, getting there. Getting there. When okay. Mel Gibson was too old for that shit. <laughs> did you like the song for Beretta? I didn't watch Beretta, so Find I don't the know song the song. For Beretta. Jesus Christ. Um, and while you do that, although a sitcom, yes. Barney Miller. Barney Miller. Was good baseline. Yeah. And occasionally funny. What about Wojo? Do you like him? No. Wojo? No. What about Ron Glass? No. Dietrich? I liked I liked Fish. I liked Dietrich. Yeah. Uh, I don't know his name, but uh, I like the, the Asian fellow. Oh, yes. He made bad coffee. Yamada. Isn't this great? It's funky. That's Sammy Davis Jr. right there, baby. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait till they get to the pole. We don't own this either. Here we go. On the sparrow. I'm in. Book it. Yeah, good stuff, hey? Sammy Davis Jr., how do you feel about him? I like Sammy. Yeah, he's fine. I never met him, but... He was fine. How much racist shit do you think happened to him in the Rat Pack? Oh, oh my God. Just every day. Yeah, every day. I mean, he got double the double whammy because they were all Irish Catholic... Catholic, Or, I'm sorry, Italian Catholics, and he was an African-American Jew. Oh, I bet they were just... Oh, just saying terrible... You know, it's like how we are with Buck, but way worse. So, when's the last time you've watched the Cannonball Run? It's been a while. Me too. But I watched some clips of it on YouTube. Okay. Okay. And one of the clips was Burt Reynolds and Dean Martin going back and forth. And at one point in that film, and tell me if this would ever happen ever, ever again. And I want to stress, these are not my words. I'm simply repeating something I heard in a movie. He referred to Sammy Davis Jr. because they were dressed up as priests. Uh Uh-oh. As, quote, the chocolate monk. (laughs) And then that's the laugh that he gave after. The one you just did. All right, well, All right. Well, somebody call up Alex Riley. And, right. wh- and while you're doing that, I'll tell you what, it, it was interesting the racism um, that probably went on in backstage at a Bob Hope show. Oh, man. Isn't that wild? Hey, they how look, about they that? They like colors in oh. here. Isn't that oh, wild? They like colors in here now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. The world has been a terrible place forever. It yeah, hasn't just guess. been this year. Yes, yes, it has. Pay attention, sheeple. Alex Riley is not online. Just call it. I will try. We gotta hear his... Hey, uh, we've been recording for an hour. We should talk about wrestling. (laughs) Is that that his thing? Are we a wrestling podcast, though? 
I don't know. We did talk. We talked about goons, goons and wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And the Stan Hansen thing. We, we got a good it's just like four listen, minutes. Let me just tell you. This is an old business trick. If I take you to lunch and we talk for three minutes about business, I can write it off as a business expense. So we typically, we basically fulfilled our wrestling obligation. We are a wrestling podcast still. This ain't going to happen, fellas. So what was the deal with Alex Riley? He was still, we still haven't gotten his card. Oh, yeah. Is, what about Maru? Is he on there? Uh, I am no longer friends with Maru because we had a falling out. Uh, but you're, you're, you feel bad about it, right? And I feel terrible about right. it. Right. Well, that's and I'd I'm... once again like to apologize to Isaac Maru so Duncan. So sorry. Well, I know you're not friends with him. I know about the beef. But I really want to bring people together on this show and try to resolve this. Because you guys go way back. I, yeah, like I feel like it's three, ir- four years. It's irreparable. Alright. Anybody you're beefing with? Uh, probably. Who knows? Hey, what's your beef? <laughs> People don't like me. Hey, you know. cool breeze. Hey, <laughs> hey Murph. It's Murph. Yeah, what uh, a piece of shit that guy was. Anyway. So, nobody in particular? Anybody you want to bury the hatchet with? No, I... I, I what hatchets? There's no hatchets. Well, they're pure juggalo. Anybody you uh, potatoed recently? Uh, no, well, no. No, I was very light. The, the last show I worked was the Legacy Show, and I worked uh, Troy Storm. Yeah, that was probably a, his <coughs> second match ever. It was, it hey, was I know it's a different Storm, but did you keep your eye on that one? He did. He hit it on the ring. Yeah. When I got into the ring for my entrance, he didn't do it in the announcement, but as he walked out of the ring... He walked past me and he went, Storm! Yeah. <laughs> and I went, thank you. Yeah. Did it pop you? It did. Of course it did. Oh. Yeah, so if I'm ever back in the ring and I'm cutting a promo because I'm keeping my eye on that storm, just take me out back and put a bullet in my head. Please. The only uh, diary I have about that show, because they did the social distance thing, but it was a, it was a big crowd for Legacy. Like they, yeah, it's probably their biggest draw that I've seen in that whole, building for, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure, uh, very tough crowd. Very yeah, tough. Yeah, they were crowd. quiet. Real hard to pop them. So yeah. I don't know if it was all family and whatever. And, you know, I heard the night before ICW had a very spirited crowd, raucous crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll be finding out now. It'll already happen before this airs, but BCW restarts for me uh, in two days from when we're taping already happened by the time you're listening but so there's that and then acw uh, we're back up there that sunday uh when's the legacy show the uh, july 11th so it's then this is the 12th it's the next day so things are waking back up so uh but uh i know how the crowd's usually silent when i'm out there but people who could work had this problem too not when i'm with you <laughs> oh my here we go. So I'll tell you who I'm beefing with. All right, who are you beefing with? Right now, my beef is with this promo company. Okay, yeah, here we go. And I'm not going to name names because I don't want to give them uh, any undue business, but I feel like you're missing out on some real good promo people, and don't be surprised if somebody starts a company and <laughs> charges you $14 <laughs> for a promo. So... All right, are we? Where are we? Are we good? Um, 
Yeah, I feel all right. All right. I feel all right. I think this is a good place to wrap. You, uh, oh, we're going to wrap? Wait, well, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know what we are for time. <gasps> no, not that no, 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 no. No. I, I think this was maybe one of our more social aware, socially yeah, aware we shows. Really, we really showed off our knowledge of oh, events. Said Where I said unpopular things that shouldn't be that unpopular. unpopular. No, it wasn't that controversial. Like I said, we don't claim to have any answers. We just want to be... I think all of us, even at our advanced, more advanced age, I think we all just want to be part of the solution. You know what I want? Consistency. Well, good luck with that. You you're not going to get that anywhere in life. You know what I want? Food. Unless it's for oatmeal. Mm. Unless it's oatmeal. Speaking of beef, though. Yeah. Can you imagine how thick Ryan Reynolds' beef oh. is? All right. And veiny. That's, that's got to yeah. be enough. Have you ever I think picked, we're fresh out of time. Have you ever we picked are. up a loin roast? For like the kind Jack, put the for, for Jack Spade. You know what I'm talking about. Stick Hot Shot Scott Williams. That thing's thick. Family Matters broadcast. Man, I'd do some crawfagabas. Tell you that. Take the treasure trail all the way down to Space Mountain. Huh? Licking on the tip. Take it home. Nope. <laughs>